1: You're listening to Upon Further Review, presented by Coors Light on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Here's your host, Eddie Pascal. Well, my friends, we are back with another emergency episode of Upon (laughs) Further Review brought to you by our good pals at Coors Light. And speaking of good pals, Jesse Merrick here in the lab at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center hanging out with us to talk about really uh, a pretty active Three to four hours to start the day—is that fair to say, Jesse?
0: Yeah, I'd say so. You know, you you first you get the news of Darren Waller, then Hunter Renfro, then Blake Martinez, and it's just like, man, what else is going on here? You know, around the league, you see the sentiment of like, what's going on in Vegas today? Uh, So definitely a tough day for the team overall. You know, as they look to try and win a crucial game here against the Colts.
1: Yeah. Okay. So let's just recap super quickly. Yeah. To put it all into perspective, the Raiders have made the following moves: Raiders have signed the aforementioned Curtis Bolton to the active roster. Placed Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro on the reserve injured list. In addition, they play they placed Blake Martinez, who led the team in tackles on Sunday, more on that <laughs> in a second, on the reserve retired list and signed Reggie Raglan to the practice squad. So just your usual Thursday yeah. uh, here in the NFL. But let's start here. We'll just go in order. Start with Darren Waller, Waller to IR. So I guess let's let's lump Waller and Renfro in the same uh, in the same kind of bucket. Mm-hmm. So they'll miss at minimum now four games, which would get them back for Week 14 road game against the Rams, December 8th. That's a tough one, tough pill to swallow, yeah. Jesse Merrick. Both those guys in the span of uh, literally about two hours. There.
0: It definitely is. Just when you look at just one where this team is at, you know, in terms of like needing to win in order to get things back on track, but also when you look specifically at the offense. Coming off of a game where Devontae goes off in the first half, second half comes around, you can't get him the ball, and nobody else really steps up in the passing game. Uh, You know, Waller obviously didn't play in that game, hasn't played for a while as he's dealing with the hamstring, but Hunter Renfro was playing. um, You know, not the best game for him either. Um, And now you look to guys like Keelan Cole and DJ Turner to step in and fill those shoes. Obviously, you can't replace what Darren and Hunter do when they're both right. Having said that, this is an opportunity for those guys to step up
1: hundred percent. I think that's the key word, an opportunity for someone to, to kind of assert themselves. And we see this every year across the NFL. I know yeah. that Raider Nation, understandably, is kind of in the woe is me mindset <laughs> right now. But and, and I mean this in the nicest possible way. The Raiders are not special in this regard. No. Like, this happens to every single team as the season goes on. Like, we talk about at the end of the season, the teams that are in the playoffs, the teams that are playing in the Super Bowls, yeah, they're really talented teams. But they're healthy, and you have to have a. There's always that element of luck of guys just staying healthy. And unfortunately, the injury bug is is coming for the Raiders at a at a tough time for them. And Adam Schefter had this tweet, uh, which really kind of puts things into perspective about how little we've seen these guys together. He goes, "So due to various injuries, the Raiders now will have their now will have their big four: uh, Josh Jacobs, Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, and Darren Waller on the field together this season. As of now, for a grand total of 43." plays
0: yeah that's pretty wild when you put that in perspective crazy i mean yeah especially when you give the fact that look like this team has struggled to really get a rhythm going offensively the only rhythm they've ever really quite had thus far this year has been josh jacobs in that span of weeks when he was just playing outside of his mind um and Real, real quick though yeah could we just I want to interrupt our guy Adam Shetter for just a sec. The Big Four,
1: let us be honest, none of the national pundits were talking about Josh Jacobs in this big four. No. It was a big three
0: in the summer. Yeah.
1: And now we're lumping him into the just thought I would find that interesting.
0: I think it's it was it's you know, to that note, it's been a big ball don't lie for Josh Jacobs. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it was the contract not being picked up, whether, you know, those weeks getting people like, hey, I think y'all forgot about what I can do. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So kudos to him for that. But um, you know, to that vein of just, you know, not having those guys in there. When you're learning a new offense, trying to get a rhythm going. An offense that, like, again, many guys have said is like Mandarin. You know, you're learning something totally new. So, that messes with your timing, with your rhythm. Also, with Derek Carr trying to find those guys. Like, yes, he did play college ball with Devontae, but it's been a long time since they actually played together. And then lumping in all those other guys in order to go through your reads, do it all, and get into the rhythm has been really tough for them to do thus far. So... Uh, you know something they're gonna have to wait on even longer. But again, as you said, that's the NFL. It's a war of attrition.
1: Yeah, a thousand percent. I mean, we're looking at wide receivers now. I'm just going uh, to raiders.com. Shameless plug alert of guys <laughs> that are on the uh, on the 53 right now in terms of wide receivers. You got. Devontae Adams, Keelan Cole, Matt Collins, and DJ Turner are yeah. the four guys that are active. I would have to imagine someone's probably going to get elevated on game day. Mm-hmm. I have to imagine that Dave Ziegler is not done kind of molding and and changing that wide receiver room. But you, you brought up a perfect, the perfect word, man. It's opportunity. And we go to the practice squad seeing guys that are there, the most logical place, in my opinion, to start. And, uh, excuse me, that was the IR uh boy, got a lot of guys on injured reserve <laughs> as I'm scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Yeah, it's tough uh, sledding, man. Yeah, man. So here we know. Finally down to uh the practice squad. So you got Chris Lacey, Malik Turner, Albert Wilson, and Isaiah Zubra are the four that are currently on the practice squad. So you have to figure, man. At some point, one of those guys is gonna get a nod. Someone's gonna get a chance to do their thing and go out there on a game day and show the staff what they can what they can do.
0: Yeah, I'd imagine definitely some of those guys. How involved they'll be, I don't quite really know. Mm-hmm. But I'd imagine, like I was saying earlier, DJ Turner and Keelan yep. Cole be the guys we see much, much more of. Um, and with DJ getting that opportunity. A guy that you. both of us like exactly. Yeah. We, we've talked about him this training camp, last training camp. I mean, he's a guy that's flashed, and so getting him more opportunity, I think, is gonna be good. You know, I, I was just like looking it up just because uh, if you had to guess what DJ's 40 time was, what would you say it it was? Oh man, I'm
1: gonna say he's probably like a f- high four three, four, four guy. So he
0: ran a four five nine. Really, which is crazy, right? He plays a lot faster than what his forty was. Looks a lot faster on the field. So you know, everyone always talks about this offense not having that guy, that guy that can take the lid off. You know, that burner or whatever. And, yeah, if you look purely at his 40, that's not really going to be the case. I always look back to Anquan Bolden. He was one of those guys that said, I'm as fast as I need to be. I think that's what DJ Turner can essentially kind of be for this offense. And to be fair, there's a difference between you know, straight line, yes.
1: fast speed, and being quick. And oh, being yeah. able to, I mean, look at our guy Hunter Renfro, right? Exactly. Hunter Renfro's probably not beating you and I in a race, but no. he has made himself a <laughs> lot of money and caught a lot of passes in the NFL because he knows how to separate. He, know, he understands uh, how to create space and, and to make himself quarterback friendly to Derek. And he's done very, very well for himself doing that.
0: Yeah, no, he definitely has. And let's put some respect on Hunter's name. 100%. I, I, don't, I mean, we're both, you know, we're up there in age. I, I don't know. He oh, might, he might get us. I don't know. I'm, I'm I pretty think active.
1: But... I, think it's, I think it's a closer race <laughs> than any of us would like to, yeah, might no, to I,
0: admit. I would say so in that sense for sure. But, yeah, I mean, look, uh, as you noted, you know, Hunter making su- his success and making his money that way, you know. And, uh, again, with that opportunity with DJ, this is that chance. And, and you know, you never want to get it in this way. Obviously, no. everyone will tell you that. But, this is that chance for him to really show what he can do, not only to this team, but also the rest of the NFL. Uh, so I'd imagine you get a very motivated group, especially when you hear guys like D.C. talking about you know people needing to realize that it is a full entire game. It's not over at halftime. So you come somebody, you get somebody in there like him, like Keelan, who are hungry, and that can only help this team. And if that wasn't enough this morning, yeah. uh, we shift to the
1: defensive side of the football, Jesse Merrick, where linebacker Blake Martinez has has announced his retirement. First off, good for him. Congratulations. Uh, a heck of a career for Mr. Blake Martinez. However, we now look at this on the kind of football playing aspect of this. Yeah. This is a dude who played almost every snap on Sunday and led the team in tackles. What do the Raiders do to fill that production and fill that those snaps?
0: Yeah, when you pair that with the fact that Divine Diablo just goes yep. on IR as well, so that's that's a and, tough Denzel, blow. and
1: Denzel excuse me, Denzel Perryman misses practice yesterday. Yeah, and Jonathan Abram is now playing for the Green Bay Packers.
0: Exactly. So you know, lots of pieces and depth yep. being moved around. Jonathan, a guy that when he was in there, a lot of times would play close to the line of scrimmage too. So essentially, kind of that extra linebacker in the box there. Um, so man, yeah, you look at it and you're like, wow, what? like you didn't expect the depth to be tested nope. like this, and it always seems like it comes in waves, you know? Uh, and as we noted, you know, Bolton coming up, and then they sign, uh, you know, Reggie Richard Ragland to the practice squad. Uh, look, Reggie's a guy that has been there, done that on a handful of teams around the league. You know, you'd imagine signing him to the practice squad, he probably gets elevated and comes, you know, you could sign a guy that late, I'd imagine he'll get an opportunity. Um, but, you know, with Bolton as well, you know, a guy that played well, you know, at times throughout the mm-hmm. preseason and everything like that. So, you know, interested to see, how they both fare in that sense, especially when you realize that Jonathan Taylor was a full participant in practice today for the Colts. Those linebackers are going to be tested in this game.
1: And then I'm glad you brought that up because that was my immediate thought. Yeah. Because I'm a scumbag and I didn't think, hey, (laughs) congratulations, Blake Martinez, on this fantastic chapter and on to the next. (laughs) I was thinking, okay, who's going to tackle Jonathan Taylor on Sunday? And we look at the the linebackers currently on the active roster, and you go Jayon Brown, Darian Butler, Luke Masterson, and Denzel Perryman, who, as I said, didn't practice yesterday. TBD, we're recording this before the injury report comes out on Thursday. Uh, These guys are going to get tested, whoever it is, man, whether it's Luke Masterson, Darian, and Butler, guys that both had really nice preseasons, yeah. it seems like a lifetime ago, but guys who had really nice productive preseasons, and man, you gotta figure, there's gonna be a rotation in trying to figure out who's gonna stop this, this really uh, when-rocking, potent uh, Colts running attack
0: on Sunday. Yeah, and again, like you know, I hate going back to that opportunity mm-hmm. and the hunger, because those are such cliche things, but like, there's so much talk about that, we've all seen this from Raider Nation and everything like that, talking about all their tanking or all these things that are going wrong and all this stuff, like you're you're injecting some life into this, rock. Are from guys that are hungry that are not going to want to give up this opportunity once they get it. So you talk about those young linebackers. That are getting those chances right now. Those are guys that I guarantee you are going to play an entire 60 minutes. I was going to say, you don't think Butler and Luke Masterson are ready to go? Exactly. Like, have been yo, sitting around for a while. Yeah. Right? yeah. Like, it's time
1: to go. Like, we we balled out during the preseason. People, you know, kind of the the toast of the town here in Las Vegas for mm-hmm. that month of the preseason for good reason, too. I mean, yeah. they played incredible football and they earned a spot on this 53. Uh, their role has obviously changed a lot over mm-hmm. the past nine, 10 weeks. And now it's going to change again. And I have to imagine those guys are ready to rock, take full advantage of it. And if you're a guy like them, you're like, you know what? Bring on Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Like let's let's dive right into this. It's been a, it's been a funky week personnel wise. Let's just go out there, put the pads
0: on, and see what we can do. Yeah, very much so. And also too, bringing in a new coach and Jeff Saturday for them. Who was a former offensive lineman? The the video has been floating around uh, on oh, Twitter yeah, of like Peyton Manning yelling at him, saying like because he was changing wants the to run plays, the ball. Yeah. Wants to run the ball. Yeah. So what do you think that man is going to do when he's got a healthy Jonathan Taylor back there? He is going to run the ball. So the front seven has to be locked in for this one.
1: Yeah, I mean, dude, it has been like we said, it's it's been a very non-boring couple hours here in the building. Uh, a lot to now kind of dive into, and I think. A game that was already for me, and like, you know, kind of take the Jeff Saturday angle out of it, take the Parks Fraser thing out of it, take out whatever the Colts are doing, just, you know, kind of pretend, take that out of your mind for a second. Already, I thought this was going to be a good game, an interesting game, just because we talk about how well the Colts run the ball. Now, Raiders have a lot of moving pieces going on, and I think that adds to the level of intrigue. And you said this is a game that both teams got to have on Sunday.
0: Yeah, it's just a bummer that it's not a primetime game, you know, yeah. <laughs> given <laughs> given all the craziness yeah. surrounding it. You know, uh, I'm surprised the NFL didn't flex am yeah, sure, yeah, I'm sure Goodell's like, oh, well, I can
1: change the flex rules just this once, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, right? right? But,
0: uh, you know, yeah, it, it's, it's got so much intrigue around it for so many different reasons. As you noted, taking out the Colts side of the the craziness that happened there, even even if they still had the same head coach, there's still so many things for swar- like swarming around this thing. Um, you know, busy week for both teams, and and that's gonna be the, gonna be the thing too. Is like. Yes, you know, at the end of the day, all these guys are worried about the game, and they're going to say we're locked in and blah, 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 and all that stuff, but they're human beings too, so a lot of it is going to be, again, as cliche as it is, like, who can stay locked in in the week of preparation leading up to this game too?
1: Yeah, and I think, you know, one thing, just kind of in the in the minutiae of how this is happening, this is a Thursday, all yeah. this news is coming down for the <laughs> Raiders, crazy. right? This isn't a Tuesday where you haven't started, you know, kind of your official game planning and your prepping for Sunday's game. Yeah. Like, the Raiders practiced yesterday, Blake Martinez was, a, was absent for personal reasons I think we figured out what that personal reason was yeah. but now this is Thursday and they're getting the remainder of this news and I have to imagine that changes things ever so slightly for for Josh McDaniels on the staff but I mean it is we talk about a game non short not short of intrigue and, and this is it it's going to be uh, it's going to be something that stadium is going to be rocking down there on, on the strip and ooh, buckle
0: up here we go yeah and that's the thing too is look I, I know this isn't the position that fans want the team to be in we all know the players don't want to be in this position where the records currently stands right now for them but it's a meaningful game you know, as you noted, so that's that's adds so much of the intrigue into this thing. That uh, look, you can watch this as a bit of a playoff-esque type of game for them because if they don't win this one that's when you kind of start looking at, like, okay, here we go. Now we plan for the future from there. And obviously, I know that's not, not something fans want to do just yet.
1: No, 100%. And I think that we know the energy, the passion, the commitment is not going to be uh, in question from either team on Sunday. And, uh, yeah, let's just do this thing for real. Jesse Merrick on the way out. You know the rule, 30 seconds of plugs, where the people finding you tonight?
0: Oh, yeah. On Twitter, at News 3 lv Obviously, we'll be talking kind of along the lines of what what we just went through here. Uh, but obviously, throughout the rest of the week, a lot going on in Vegas sports. So catch me on there for sure. At a boy.
1: So a big thank you to Jesse Merrick, first and foremost, for squeezing us into the schedule. I know you got a lot to do, so I'll get you out of here. So Freddie Pascal, my guy Jesse Merrick, Ray, and everyone else in Silver and Black Productions, thank you, thank you, thank you for hanging out with us for our second emergency episode of the week. <laughs> I hope this does not become a, a a pattern, but here we are. And we, I, we will see you guys Thursday, question mark, if not before, Maybe. for yeah. our next episode of Upon Further Review.